0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Mark Holcraft hosting, filling in for Matt Wilcom and Father Jason Kern. Um, We had a great first half hour. Uh, Susie Andres, or... Andress, because even her own family pronounces it a couple different ways, uh, was with us talking about a book, uh, Being Catholic, What Every Catholic Should Know. Um, but now we have a new guest with us, Bill and Nancy Banzook. I think we have Nancy with us online. Nancy, am I saying your last name right?
2: You're really close. You're closer than most people. It's, <laughs> band, it's band Zuch?
1: Band Zuch. Zook. Yeah,
2: there's there's a Z in it. it gets, it's a little scary, but
1: yeah. Nancy, you're being nice. I think I <laughs> botched it. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's great to have you with us, Nancy. Uh, Nancy, and I think soon her husband will be uh, joining us yeah. uh, for the next uh, half hour or so, uh, talking about Catholic sprouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I've, I'm not familiar with Catholic sprouts, But uh, from what I understand, it's a a way we want to educate our children in the faith. And so, Nancy, before we maybe launch into that, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family?
2: Sure. So we are on the very western edge of the archdiocese of Minneapolis-St. Paul. We're in Delano. Um, I live here with my husband and our five kids. And they are third grade and down. And, um, yeah, we... We're just kind of the basic Catholic family. We send our kids to Catholic school and do all the normal things. So
1: that's us. Five kids. So you already uh, are not average,
2: (laughs) 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 which is awesome.
1: I love it. I have six kids. I have five boys and a girl. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, when I tell people how many kids we have, even though I grew up as one of 11 kids, so six doesn't seem to be very overwhelming. Okay, that's not true. Sometimes it can be overwhelming, (laughs) but... Uh, people hear you have six kids and, you know, even as you said, you have five kids. Uh, sometimes it can draw a little, let's just say it's yeah. curious, <laughs> curiosity.
2: Yeah, it's w- busy. Yeah,
1: it is. What, what, so you said third grade and down, what are their names in, and how old are they?
2: Sure. So we have Augustine in third grade, Bernadette in second, and then we have Dominic in kindergarten, Josephine right on his heels, going into the car next year. And then, um, our little guy at home, his name is George. So he's a year and a half. Yeah, and you know, and you know, uh, you know how it is being Catholic. There'll probably be some more along the way. Who knows? On God's time.
1: Yeah. So, well, amen yeah. to it. Amen to it. Being open to life. Way to go! Mm-hmm. And I love it. Is like, well, who knows?
2: <laughs> yeah, who uh,
1: knows? You know, it, it, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, Teresa knows working on uh, reaching out to get Bill on. Uh, so tell us a little bit, what inspired Catholic Sprouts? What, did you see sure. something? Do you feel like there was a need or what, what moved in you?
2: Sure. So what happened is that um, I have a big family myself too, and I had older sisters that were having kids before me. And, you know, I think when you're in that situation, you kind of think you're going to be a mom in a certain way. Like, I'm going to do things better, right? And I've always loved the Catholic faith, and I was excited to teach my own children the faith. But then when you get into the busy, hectic, messy work of actually parenting, you realize how hard it is, you know, like that there's always someone screaming, you're running around, you know, I, I have less patience than I ever thought I would. And so I realized that I wasn't catechizing my children in a consistent fashion like I assumed I would before I was a mom. So then at the same time, we started using this podcast to help our kids brush their teeth. It was just like two minutes, turn it on. It's the exact time they need to brush their teeth. And they get like little factoids and then they're done. And I just was thinking, I was like, well, this is perfect because it fits into this tiny little space in our lives that we're always going to have, right? Yeah, we're always going to brush consistent. our teeth in the morning God and willing. Night. <laughs> Yeah. And I was just thinking like, wouldn't it be great if like they could be catechized like this, you know? And so I was thinking, like, well, what is there? What little thing is there that I could use? And there wasn't. So that's actually what Catholic Sprouts is. Catholic Sprouts is a daily podcast. It's just about five to seven minutes long at the longest each day. And it's just something that parents turn on. We actually, like, we're just kind of asking our audience, like, when do you listen? Most of them listen in the car. Sure. You know, while you're driving or, or you know, if you're homeschooling, don't go out much. You know, they listen to a whole week at once or whatever. Yeah. Um, hey Nancy, so anyway. Nancy,
1: I'm going to interrupt you briefly because I think yeah, we have Bill uh, yeah. on the line. Bill, are you there?
3: I am. Hi,
1: Bill. Your, your wife is. She's doing great. She's rocking it. We're talking Catholic Sprouts. It's great to have yeah.
3: you. Our favorite topic.
1: There you go. <laughs> Good answer.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Nancy, thanks for letting me interrupt you. Uh, yeah. So you're you're essentially talking uh, these little snippets in within a rhythm of life for a family.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just and you know the, the reality that we're all living with right now is that we have two generations, at least, of poorly catechized parents. You know, and when you read JP Two's, especially Familiaris Consortio, where he's very blunt, like parents, you need to be the primary educator of your children's faith. That's wonderful, but if parents haven't been catechized, how? You know, and so yeah. it's it's been really on my heart to create something that parents are motivated to use because, right, we're going to do things for our kids that we wouldn't necessarily do for ourselves. But that can be this gentle way of catechizing the whole family, you know, like, OK, turn this on. We try to keep it really vivid and story based for the kids. But guess what? We're going to get into some actual catechism theology so that parents walk away knowing what they actually believe a little
1: bit more every day. Yeah. So, Nancy, what, what, I, what I'm really appreciating right now as you're sharing, and Bill, I'd love to get your perspective on this in a minute, is uh, th- what moved in you, what inspired Catholic Sprouts, if I'm understanding right, is really just what the Lord was first doing in you the work exactly. that you saw that was needed, you recognized, Lord, I need work on me as a mom, as a wife, uh-huh. like help me out. I had a, I had these plans. I'm not doing that. Cause I, uh-huh. what, what person can I relate to when they saw their parents? Like, I'm not doing that when I'm a mom, when I'm a dad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, you know? Exactly. and then, but then you're hit with the reality. Of course, the Lord blesses with a deeper sense of understanding that that's why my parents did that, you know, yeah. for better and worse too, right? I mean, sometimes it's, it's that's why they did that. That really was wise. Or mm-hmm. that's why they did that. Maybe it wasn't the right thing to do, but it graces you with understanding, you know, and and of course, understanding not being the same thing with that you agree with them, but you mm-hmm. understand it. And we enter into exactly. a whole other level of compassion. And so to hear you say, no, the Lord needed to work in me. I'm not patient. I thought it was patient, yeah. and, which is one of those, isn't it amazing? Because then it's it's in that space, I think the Lord reveals to us another lens of why we were called into marriage, yeah. it's that, that, that we're called to be sanctified as mm-hmm. a father, as a, as a husband, as a mother, as a wife. Uh, so to be sanctified, so he's working on you, working on yeah. your patience, working on these other areas of virtue to grow. Um, my wife and kids right now, they could be laughing at me right now <laughs> because
2: like, <laughs> yeah, you're
1: talking it, Mark, but, uh, we're still working on these things.
2: <laughs> we all
1: are. Bill, can you just share a little bit from your end? I uh, guess we're, we're going to head yeah. into a break in just a couple of minutes, but, uh, what your part in this, in the, the adventure of Catholic sprouts, um, please share some. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you were
3: talking there about, uh, how the Lord works in our hearts, and we see things that are, you know, as parents that are missing. And one thing that I think is really prevalent in ministry today is um, a growing spirit of of entrepreneurship, you know, and as Nancy mentioned, you see a need, uh, you work to develop capabilities that are going to meet those needs and bring those to a group of people that really, you know, have have a need for that. So, um, so that's really what happened a lot with Catholic Sprouts, right? And, um, uh, you know, I've been working in, um, business for the last 17 years and really I try to bring first and foremost the, uh, support for my wife, of course, and, and these entrepreneurial ideas, but then, you know, some of the, the core things that we need to do to run a, run a business, right? Um, thinking strategically and, planning and execution of certain, you know, there's things we need to do that (laughs) aren't always uh, probably the most fun things, but are core things that just we have to do to operate. Um, So I really feel like I can bring a lot of of that as well. And, you know, just a sense of camaraderie as well for the fathers, right? And in in, in all of this. So um, obviously the parents are a team or if a father is going at this on his own, um, you know, to catechize children, no matter what the situation he might find himself in, same way as, you know, the mo- uh, mother on the other side we find as well. Uh, you know, how can we uh, have a little kind of camaraderie men's ministry and all that as well? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, trying to fill those kind of things. And it's just been really, really fruitful um, for us as a family, uh, for us as a as uh as as ministry leaders so.
1: so so important i bill, you're talking about even just to amongst fathers to to foster right. some camaraderie um yeah you know and and I think too, there's something to be said and, and Nancy, you said something earlier in regards to just these two minute tidbits of catechesis, and really um that it it is theology you, you're you're yeah. beginning to dive into some way that even if it's basic theology, I think sometimes. That word can be intimidating. You know, yeah. uh, Nancy, you refer to yourself as the average Catholic. Um, <laughs> at this point, uh, honestly, it's not the average Catholic. Uh, yeah. And it's not to go down a discouraging road, uh, but the average Catholic, uh, there's a real lack of catechesis and these things, things that we know. Um, mm-hmm. and so one of the things I really like about what you're talking about with Catholic Sprouts and these little two-minute 2, two minute, uh, tidbits of information learning the faith, the catechesis, uh, you can almost say an in intro to theology or just uh, these little quick snippets, um, it also becomes formative for us as adults. And it's yeah. a, a non-threatening way, almost disarming, <laughs> you know?
2: yeah. I, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead, Nancy. Oh, that's exactly right. We realize any, any ministry for children is really a ministry for adults because I have no desire to be the primary faith educator of other people's children, but I just, I very, very much want to help them be that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and what, what better way to grow in your knowledge of the faith and then that it uh, flows in and through your vocation. Exactly.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: We're about to go on a break. When we come back from the break, Nancy and Bill, we want to hear more, uh, what are you experiencing as you uh, talk to message what what is this and why is uh, talking about the domestic church so important? Uh, if we Thanks. can come back to that after the break Thanks.
0: This is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging and live on the real presence radio
4: network.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Mark Holcraft. I'm filling in for Matt Wilcom and Father Jason Kern. We have with us Bill and Nancy Banzuk uh, from Delano, Minnesota. It's great to have them. Bill, Nancy, great to have you. Uh, I'm happy to be
2: here.
1: We're talking about yeah. an apostolate that they developed called Catholic Sprouts. And and really, what what we're uncovering is this is really a resource to serve the domestic church. Okay. And so, uh, Bill and Nancy, please share with us, because I know you guys, over the break, you were sharing how one of the main things you're working on right now is a domestic church project. That, uh-huh. that sounds potent and loaded. <laughs> 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 so please... Uh, Share with us more, what is the domestic church project that you're working on?
3: Well, um, maybe I'll just kick it off a little bit with um, something that really excited us about working in this space. So, um, you know, as someone who has been a Catholic his whole life and um, now charged with leading, along with my wife, our domestic church, It always seems a little bit overwhelming. And as we started to develop this domestic church project, which I'll let Nancy kind of get some of the details of in a minute here, but is, uh, we started to dive into some research and uh, we really found that um, really the key thing, the key thing to passing on a faith to our kids is just having authentic and intimate conversations about the faith with your children and in your family. It's not about being able to quote Aquinas. Uh, and all those kinds of things. If you can do that, that's great. Uh, I can maybe put a tidbit out here or there, but I'm certainly not a scholar in that area. But just simply talking about um, what we believe uh, and, and our relationships with the Lord uh, just is it's a huge driver. And the study found that just by having those conversations, that 82% of the children in the study remain Catholic just for that reason. So that we really felt built on a lot of the stuff that we talked about with Catholic Sprouts in the way that we wanted to to develop the domestic church
2: project. And then theology, talk about what it is there. Yeah. I mean, isn't that exciting that it doesn't, we don't have to have theology degrees to teach the faith? that really the most important thing is that we're engaging in authentic conversation with our children. Absolutely. And How quickly
1: we talk yeah. ourselves out of it. Well, I don't have a degree. I don't, I don't yeah. even really know that that's not my role because of the knowledge I don't have. Uh, exactly.
2: Or like I, you know, I wasn't paying attention in CCD or the RCIA program I went through was not very good. Like it gives us, it releases us from our past. It allows us to just move forward and, exactly. you know, we we hear all the time the the strongest families, the families that are really doing a great job, their kids bring those hard theological questions to them or the hard moral issue questions, and they might not have all the answers, but because they have an open conversation in their family, they're able to say, okay, I don't know that, but let's let's make sure we ask Father after Mass on Sunday. Yeah. Or let's let's sit down and watch this Bishop Barron video and and figure it out. And so, like, that's the key, you know, because all the research shows that it's even as young as 10, when kids are deciding this isn't true, I'm not Catholic anymore. And so we need to be talking about the faith. It needs to be done in the home. You know, we talk about how 2020 is the year of the domestic church. And I think... For some people, that means we're streaming Mass in our living room. And, like, I'm good. I'm glad that, you know, that's happening. But the domestic church is a lot more than that. And the domestic church needs to endure after we no longer have a pandemic. You know, it needs to be that the sacramental life is lived at home. And so it's been really on our hearts. You know, we say we, forever, you know, parents be the primary educators of your faith, live the sacramental life at home. Great, but how? Like, how do we expect parents to just know how to do that when they didn't necessarily grow up in a domestic church and or their formation was not very good? So the Domestic Church Project is a six-week program for families, It's done in the home, and it's we we are big believers in audio, you know, that a family can listen and then transition to a conversation better than necessarily watching a video. So it's just, again, it's each week five um, sh- kind of short audio lessons that you listen to, and then we help you discuss, kind of teach parents slowly how do you talk about these things with the various ages of your children. And then you make, you know, you do some sort of bold but small action like put together a prayer space in your home or have a family hug or schedule the sacrament of reconciliation. And so we've taken about 120 families through this experience as a test, and we've seen just some really beautiful changes. You know, it it forces families to deal with wounds. It forces parents to discuss how are we protecting our children online? You know, just all of the things we are going to do eventually, we laid it out in a simple program, 15 minutes a night, where you actually do it, where you actually write the family rules, where you actually talk about obedience, you know, things like that.
1: So- yeah. Nancy, this, this sounds so good. I'm just thinking that if we have any listeners that just tuned in within the last five minutes, you know, they may have heard Catholic Sprouts, but then they're hearing you talk, and maybe they heard the phrase Domestic Church Project. Um, yeah. just, so just a little recap and even a little clarity. Domestic Church Project, Catholic Sprouts, are they the same <laughs> thing? Are they two different things? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And, and it, you, you briefly mentioned the word podcast. Now, yeah. Catholic Sprouts is a, is a podcast. So please, uh, can you just give us a little clarity?
2: Of uh, sure. Yes, so go ahead. If, you, if you would like to listen to our free daily podcast, it's called Catholic Sprouts, and you can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. So that's Catholic Sprouts, totally free. We are going through this whole um, fall and probably into the spring. We're doing a deep dive into Christology. We are all talking about Jesus Christ. It's really fun. Awesome. And
1: you're speaking my language. It's totally free.
2: (laughs) Totally free. Totally free. You got any access to the internet? You can find it. Um, and then the domestic church project is something that we are rolling out. It is a special boot camp for families and, um, that will be available to the whole wide world in the new year. So at the time, right now, if you want to do something, just go find Catholic Sprouts wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll let you know when the Domestic Church Project is ready for the world and your family is ready to really become a domestic church.
3: Awesome. So I think there's two great ways online to find us. One, of course, uh, you can find the podcast, like Nancy mentioned, in any uh, medium that you listen, but Uh We have links on there, not only about the podcast and some other free resources, but um, uh, a link to the domestic church, links to more information about the domestic church project. Um, if listeners are really interested in what this is going to look like and what the offering is going to be in the next calendar year, you know, just go there, add your email address, and you can start to get a lot of great information from us. Additionally, as Catholic Sprouts, we offer uh, a really great array of uh, printed products that just help to that are just along the line of developing your domestic church. Lots of easy ways to integrate. Uh, the liturgical season uh, and and liturgical studies and things like that into your, uh, very simply, into your everyday life. Um, Also, things with a big focus on adoration at home and the saints. So, uh, you know, take a look there. Uh, That's a great way to stay connected with us uh, on what's coming up in the future.
1: No, it's so good. I I think a lot of times, because it is, it's, it's a very busy world, and yet, mm-hmm, you yeah. know, sometimes the question is, well, are we catering to the busyness if we're doing just these short things? You know, these mm-hmm. mini retreats, you know, there's people try to get creative with their marketing. But what you're pointing them to in all these things is the eternal. So in the sense yeah. of time, in the sense of time, we're talking uh, the domestic church. Uh, you're talking adoration. You're, ultimately, you're talking about how can we encounter the Lord the Holy uh-huh. Spirit will take care of the rest. You provide, exactly. him, you give the Lord just that little crack. You give him a couple minutes and he's going to blow that open, you know, in time, in time. In um, time. But very, very applicable. You no, know, this sounds so good. And uh, as you were talking, Bill, I immediately just went in just to even see. So I just Googled domestic church project. And the first thing that came up was domesticchurchproject.com.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that's so it.
1: that's you. Uh, and the very next thing is, help us build 100,000 domestic churches, Catholic <laughs> That's Sprouts. The <laughs> That's,
2: That's the goal. That's the goal. So, you know, yeah. it, it, I mean, say more about Holy that, Spirit, Nancy. That's your goal. Yeah. So, I mean, I really feel if we're going to renew the church, if we're going to have more vocations to the priesthood and, you know, more saints, it has to start at home. It has to. And I think it's... It's time that we invested in parents and the home. It's time that we remind parents, like, the future of the church is at your dinner table. It's there. And if you're not taking that seriously, then the church is in real trouble. So Amen
1: to that. Amen if to we're going
2: to renew the church, it has to start in the domestic church.
1: There's a priest so, friend of mine who refers to uh, uh, dinner together as the eighth sacrament.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> I <Yeah>.
1: love that. <laughs> but Nancy, I think I cut you off, though. Go ahead.
2: But no, that's, that's exactly right. I love what that you said about the priest. I'm going to probably steal that. <laughs> <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead.
3: You know, I think one thing to be great to leave everyone with, uh, we recently received some... Uh, and uh, We've been receiving a lot of feedback from our, our people going through this project. And... Um, You know, Nancy. If I don't characterize it correctly, please do. But you know, we received an email from a family where um, their daughter, I believe, shared that. You know, I know a lot of stuff about the faith, but the Domestic Church Project really helps me. Help us learn how to live how to live it out every day, right, Nancy? Yeah, how to live it out every day. And to your point, you very much said this is about um, this is about about integrating this into your life right it's not about just the little snippets it's about these small little ways to create habits and things that you know can make this part of your whole life
1: amen yeah, to that exactly. Bill and Nancy I'm sorry to cut you off we have to yeah. head off to our break so good to have you guys thank, thank you for being with us thank you. and to share about Catholic Sprouts and the Domestic Church Project God bless you
3: thank you, goodbye thank you as well